0: Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's safety talk.
1: And Nick, I will open it up for questions. As I mentioned, that was a lot of information condensed into a 20 or 30 minute time period.
2: Yeah, no, that was great information. And actually, i had a couple of questions come in. And I also had a few thoughts as you were speaking here. And one of them you already kind of touched on, but we'll bring it up again. It's related to technology. Uh, what are your thoughts related to cameras and vehicle vehicles and specifically uh, trackers for speed and impact detection do you find those to be useful for your customers
1: 100 percent we are big advocates of technology and we've been subsidizing dual vision cameras for probably the past 12 or 13 years and when we started we were subsidizing the sd card cameras where you had to pull it well as time has progressed technology has evolved, meaning you have cellular download technology, and it's artificial intelligence. And that's what we largely subsidize now, where if there's an unsafe event, you're getting that immediately. And you don't have to have someone manually review it. Some of it, it'll it'll have the driver coach themselves. It'll show them what the unsafe event was and what they could have done differently. But 100%, our customers that have implemented dual vision cameras, they've seen a reduction in frequency, but also it's exonerated drivers, because unfortunately, more often than not, the company is the one that's at fault because they have the deep pockets. But it's the it's the best thing to coach people proactively. The last thing you want to do is see an employee injured. The last thing you want to do is terminate an employee. If you can identify these behaviors before an accident and coach them and make them more successful, that's what it's all about.
2: No, and I, I'm a big advocate of this too, you know, and from a safety standpoint, it's good to know where your workers are, especially with loan drivers or loan responders to different incidents. Um, this is an easy way for us to identify them with the GPS tracking too. We can find a worker where they're at and, and know what's happening. Yeah. You know, also related to uh, training, we had a question related to, you know, technology and training. What, what are your thoughts behind using virtual training? You know, we see simulators are becoming more and more uh, cost effective you can build those driving simulators inside your facilities now pretty cheap i'm using that as part of onboarding or just training exercises what, what's your thoughts on that
1: training has to be very holistic one size doesn't fit all so you shouldn't do 100 virtual you shouldn't do 100 safety meetings you shouldn't do 100 safety handouts not everyone learns the same way so you should take a combination of training methods and apply them to your organization because some things are going to click better with individuals so i look at it as take multiple approaches, apply it, because you're gonna hit a wider audience. But uh, simulators, they're great. We use them in law enforcement for defensive driving, and it really helps you understand what opportunities exist.
2: And then uh, one last question that came in, knowing the type of work that you do as an insurance company, what would you say are the top two or three issues or concerns that you find when you're working with your customers that maybe listeners today could start identifying in their own program and start working on.
1: I would say not consistently enforcing programs because they're they can't afford to lose drivers. So they'll hold on to a driver longer than they should or they're afraid to hold the driver accountable by placing them through training or take, taking some type of corrective action. So I'd say lack of consistently applying programs is one of the biggest challenges we see, but also just lack of training on an ongoing basis you know we have some customers that are extremely good where they place their drivers through training on a monthly or quarterly basis then we have some employees or some carriers that you know fail to they say hey we hired someone they have a cdl they've got 20 years of experience we don't need to train them and you know unfortunately as i said earlier skill sets diminish over time you need to continuously push information to drivers to ensure they're as safe as possible so say lack of consistently enforcing things and not having the strongest training programs in place and As I'd mentioned earlier, it's all about controlling your outcomes. The stronger programs you have in place, the more likely you're gonna have fewer accidents and you're gonna be able to control your costs. Uh, Costs are continuing to rise at a rapid rate, as I'd mentioned earlier. So we wanna prevent accidents because we don't want that loss to happen to begin with.
2: Thank you for all this information. I mean, this has been really great and it's given us some things to think about. I know two pieces that I thought about during this, is you could easily replace driver safety with forklift safety related to this program. So for our, our firms out there that maybe don't even have drivers on the road, a lot of this applies right over to your forklift programs too. Making sure you have the training, make sure you're vetting people, you're having them do the competency, you're continually working with them. Um, those forklifts are just like those vehicles, um, but they're inside your plant with more pedestrians. So I think there's a big tie there. And then uh, you had mentioned about needing to do, you know, suggesting the drug and alcohol testing for employees. For our Ohio lawyers here in the great state of Ohio, we actually through BWC, have some rebate programs that are in place to help you offset those costs. Um, If you're an employer in the state of Ohio with workers' compensation, if you do pre-employment, post-accident, reasonable suspicion testing, um, we can get you almost uh, 7% of your premiums back on your BWC premiums every year by doing that. So not only are you creating a better, safer work environment for your employees, you're also gonna help keep your premiums lower and we're gonna get you some rebate money. So it all ties together really well here in the state of Ohio. Once again, Tim, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here with us and to do this presentation. It was great information, and we do really want to say thank you for that.